Hey, 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 it's me, the Kentucky guy. First, let me apologize for our absence this week. I have been a little bit under the weather, but starting to feel better now, and we are back, 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 back with another episode of the Red Pill Current News Podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk about this crazy chaos that's happening in New York when it comes to Trump and how his case is being politicized more than just about criminal facts. And it's really, it's a sad case. But of course, it's Trump. They've got to do whatever they can to beat him because they cannot beat him in the polls on a legitimate election. Also, we'll talk a little bit about Trump's latest interview that it, where he spoke about Biden and what he had to say. You can hear that and a whole lot more on this episode of the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Thank you all. All right, and welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I'm your host, the Kentucky Guy, and hope everybody's having a fantastic week today. As you can tell, I'm a little bit hoarse. I've been under the weather. That's why this is the first episode of this week. I do apologize for that, but sometimes things happen. If this is your first time listening to us, be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button, no matter which platform you're listening to us on. We're on Google Podcast, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Amazon Music, Podbean, and the list goes on. Also, for you wrestling fans, I do co-host Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast with Dave, uh, with Donnie Cage, we uh, we talk about pro wrestling, past, present, and future. It is, it is, it is WrestleMania season. Coming up quick, actually one week from today, WrestleMania begins on April 1st. A lot of things going on in the wrestling world. Also, I will be on Rodman's podcast on Tuesday. It's a sports podcast promoting the show and talking all about wrestling. I do come on there from time to time as a wrestling expert. So if you get a chance, check that podcast out. Here, we do drop two episodes a week, normally on Wednesday and Saturday. We also do weekly updates. This is actually going to be a weekly update episode. It's not going to be as long. And I apologize for that, but I've got a baby steps to get my voice back because I do have a wrestling podcast today as well. <laughs> so that should be interesting. But anywho, we will, we do drop episodes. We try to keep you informed on everything that's happening uh, for our latest social media platforms, as well as our merch shop. All the links are in the bottom, as well as the website. If you get a chance, please check that out as well. If you'd ever have any questions or you'd like a shout out or you'd uh, like to be a guest on the show, you can always email me at ol kentucky spelled out old kentucky 99 
at yahoo.com. Old Kentucky 99 at yahoo.com. By the way, on April 8th, on the Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast, April 8th, we will have a special guest. He is a, a stuntman, a, a Hollywood stuntman that will be on the show talking about his experiences in the movie business. So this is a famous stuntman and he will be on the show April 8th. So I'm glad to see him coming along. I just booked that right before recording this podcast. All right. So let's get into the first headline of today. Go foil says Manhattan DA's office in chaos over Trump case. The office of Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg is in chaos and disarray over the direction of the case against former President Donald Trump regarding alleged hush money paid to silence porn star Stormy Daniels before the 2016 election. Kimberly Golffoyle told Newsmax on Friday, on Friday, sorry, that multiple sources inside Bragg's office have confirmed there is total chaos and disarray, low morale regarding the case. People are upset about what has been transpiring because clearly they're going after the president, you know, weaponizing the whole process, she says, a former prosecuting attorney in San Francisco. It's a complete abuse of power by a power-hungry, power-thirsty district attorney in Alvin Bragg. Bragg, a Democrat, impaneled a grand jury in January regarding his investigation into the alleged payment to keep Daniels silent about a alleged affair she had with Trump in 2006. Bragg has, has based his case around former, former Trump attorney Michael Cohen, who testified he made the payment at Trump's behest and was reimbursed through the Trump campaign. Trump has repeatedly denied allegations of an affair and knowledge of any payment made to Daniels. And Daniels signed a statement in 2018 stating that the affair never happened. That should be anybody else. That would be case closed. If it wasn't Donald Trump and their fear of him winning the presidential seat back, which he never lost fairly, it, it would, anybody else, it would have been case closed right there. Last weekend, speculations of an indictment <clears throat> being, being issued was intimate, but nothing occurred when the grand jury met Monday and Tuesday. <clears throat> it has not met on the matter since it is ex- since since and is expected to reconvene next Monday. Now we're seeing them kind of waffle and hearing reports inside. Not sure an indictment is going to happen. She said Bragg went ahead and suspended the grand jury. They didn't meet Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. On Monday, rebuttal witness Robert Costello, a former legal advisor to Cohen, told the grand jury that Cohen, who was sentenced to three years in prison in 2018 on a myriad, on a myriad of charges, including lying to Congress, was not a reliable witness. Oh, gee, this is the same Cohen that Bragg's whole case is wrapped around? Good Lord. On Wednesday, Trump released a 2018 letter allegedly from Cohen's attorney, Stephen Ryan, that said Cohen 
used his own personal funds to facilitate a payment of $130,000 to Daniels and that neither the Trump organization nor the Trump campaign was party to the transaction. There is no evidence to justify the charges that Bragg is trying to bring forward. It's completely politicized and it's just outrageous. As a former prosecutor of decades, I can't even believe that this is the country we're living in. It's something you see like in North Korea or China or Russia, where you just go after someone for political purposes because they know they can't beat them at the ballot box. Amen. Cannot beat them at the ballot box. At least not fairly. At least not fairly. So if the guy's own lawyer says he's not good, a good witness, and you have a signed document from Daniel saying that there was no affair, I mean, game over, right? I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. It should be game over, ball in your court, let's move on. Ridiculous. Okay, next headline. Trump says on Biden, not one thing that he has done that turned out well. The world is on a verge of war. Inflation is raging. The border is flowing illegal immigrants and drugs into crime-ridden cities in America. And the U.S. military is woke and weak, all of which can be blamed on President Joe Biden, Donald Trump said in his latest interview on Friday. I think everything Trump told said on Friday in an exclusive phone interview when asked what was the most concerning to the former president about his successor. Quote, I don't think there's anything he's doing well on. People have asked me, which is the worst aspect of the Biden administration? Simple answer, everything. <laughs> the economy is no good. Inflation is no good. The border is no good. The military, he's made a woke and made a weak. Afghanistan was the most embarrassing day or period in history of our country. Every single thing. The progressive leash had Biden unwinding the Trump administration achievement of energy independence. Trump laminated to host Rob Schmidt. Quote, we were energy independent. Now we're begging Venezuela and other countries for energy. Trump said, can you imagine Venezuela? We're begging Venezuela that dictatorship country for energy. Now, I added that last part. Trump didn't say that. Back to Trump. Quote, no, there's not one thing that he's done that turned out well. Most dangerously and related to really stupid energy policy, the world is on a brink of World War III because of Biden's weakness, Trump warned. The war's a disaster. Would have never happened if I was president. Trump continued. If you look at the war with Russia going into Ukraine, that would have never happened if I were president. If I was president, that was unthinkable. Both Russia's Vladimir Putin and China's Xing would have not dared to work together to form a dangerous alliance under his administration, Trump concluded. Putin knew you could not do that, Trump said. And by the way, President Xing knew you could not go into China or Taiwan also. And it would have never happened. Now it hasn't happened yet, but it certainly looks like it's going to. Wow. 
true, true words have never been spoken. Any country, doesn't matter what country it is, if you have a weak leader, they will take advantage of that leader. Other countries will. And if you don't think that Biden's a weak leader, man, you really, you really got some big old sunglasses on. Like you ain't seeing nothing. I mean, so much is going, even in our own country, you know, you have these devastating oil spills in Ohio happening and it, it, and Biden never showed up. Trump was the only one to go out there and offer, uh, condolences and offer help to Palestine, Ohio. I mean, it's sad. This guy is so weak and he's so caught up into making Bobby feel like if he wants to be Melissa, it's okay. It's just a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Next headline. New Biden regulations target air conditioners. Wait a minute. You went from gas stove to air conditioners now, buddy? Sleepy Joe? The Biden administration issued new regulations Thursday for window air conditioners and portable air cleaners seeking to cut air, oh my goodness, seeking to cut air pollution and drive down consumer costs. According to a Department of Energy press release, the standards are expected to save American consumers roughly $1.5 billion annually and decrease carbon dioxide emissions by 106 million metric tons over the next three decades. Today's announcements build on historical actions President Biden took last year to strengthen outdated energy efficiency standards, which will help save on people's energy bills and reduce our nation's carbon footprint. Energy Secretary Jennifer Kaufman stated, she's a, she's a retard as well. The department We'll continue to engage with our public and private sector partners to finalize additional proposals like today that lower household energy costs and deliver the safer, healthier communities that every American deserves. The DOE said its new rules, which come into effect in 2024, built on an already existing standards in five states and provided a 27% energy savings. Adjustments to air conditioner regulations are just one part of the onslaught of energy efficiency standard changes by the Biden administration, which Fox News said included new rules for gas stoves, ovens, clothes washers, and refrigerators. Joe Nani, a smokeman for the Association of Home Appliance Manufacturers, informed Fox that her group supports the new air cleaner rules, but is concerned about other moves that don't add up during high inflation. Quote, our industry puts innovative and energy efficient appliances into every home, she explained. We work to advance the air cleaner rule within the DOE, but we remain concerned that the DOA is going too far on other products without any real savings to the con- consumer at a time when people are looking for relief. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's not about the consumer. It's all about control and trying to please the Mother Earth or whatever they call it. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It really is. It is ridiculous, and I just don't quite understand why 
why we let it continue. Why we let it continue. Why aren't we up in arms about this? Are you, I mean, here, here's the problem with this great country. Oh, here's the problem with a lot of people who live in this great country. They have to wait until it's broken completely before they raise a fuss about it. Why? Why wait till it's too late and already broken and costing you an arm and a leg to cool or heat your home before you say something about it? Why not say something about it now? Right now, get up in arms over it. Call your congresspeople. Get out in the streets. I promise you, I promise you, if this was us and we were changing a rule, let's say we were we were implementing more, more gasoline vehicles to be made in 2024. Let's just, let's throw it out there. Something like that, right? Let's throw that out there. So we're, we're, in, that's what we're for, right? And our, and the president, their current regime is with us. They're conservative. And yeah, they want, uh, they, they want it too. So they're putting in a law to make it happen. I guarantee you there would be people, these left wingers all over the streets of every major city complaining about this. Where are our people? Where, why, where are, why, where's our anger? Why are we not upset about this stuff? This is a big deal. You may not see it right now because it's not hitting you in the face. Once again, react too late is not a good thing. Slow reaction. It's just not a good thing, folks. And I really think that, you know, and, and, and let's just, uh, you know what? Let's finish up on this, this headline having to do with gas stoves, just so you can see what I'm talking about here. Next headline. Representative Lesko's Biden's DOE, uh, sound familiar? Coming for gas stoves. The Biden administration insists the president is not coming for Americans' gas stoves. But that isn't true, as the Department of Energy is pushing an extreme regulation that would effectively eliminate nearly all gas stoves. The White House even insisted that President Joe Biden does not support a ban on gas stoves after one of his federal consumer safety officials suggested that such a ban was on the table. But as we are seeing in so many other incidents, Republicans were right along, right all along. President Joe Biden's Department of Energy is in fact pushing an extreme regulation that would effectively eliminate nearly all gas stoves. Lisco said that the DOE is pushing a rule to impose requirements on residential cooktops at the maximum that is technology feasible or the max tech level. Currently, cooktops at the level representative 4% of the market share while excluding all conventional freestanding ranges. But the proposed rule would cause 96% of the products to be eliminated from the market and is extreme regulation, said Lasco. In fact, it is essentially an outright ban on gas stoves. 
The proposal standard would require manufacturers to make dramatic design changes, she added, including producing smaller burners that will result in longer cooking times, and the consumers are not likely to approve such changes. Comically, Biden's Department of Energy is justifying their proposed requirement based on an estimate saving to the consumer for gas cooktops for of $21.89 over the next 14.5 years, which equates to a savings of just, oh, I don't know, $1.50 a year. People are not willing to trade such sustainability, decreased functionality, and features for minuscule savings. The proposal also shows how Biden administration is proving it's out of touch with the American, the average American. This radical proposal from the Department of Energy is open for public comment. The public should tell the Biden administration to keep their hands off our gas stoves. You can comment on these proposals. Write this down if you like. And this is going to go on till April 3rd. It's important. Here's one way you can, here's one way you can make your voice heard. And I don't even care if you have a gas stove. You've had them. You was raised around them. You have friends. You have family that has them. I mean, come on. Comments on this proposal can be submitted via regulations.gov. And that's going to continue. And you can comment on that proposal and let Biden's administration know exactly what you think about this preposterous proposal at that website. Regulations. Regulations. R-E-G-U-L-A-T-I-O-N-S dot G-O-V. Comment on it. Let your voice be heard. Here you go. I get I get emails all the time. What can I do? What can I do? I, right here is something you can do. Right here is something that you can do. Right there. Once again, regulations.gov. Tell them to leave our gas stoves alone. Come to leave our air conditioners alone as well. All right, folks, you've been listening to the weekly update of the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Oh, with your host, the Kentucky Guy. And as always, folks, God bless and God bless America. Thank you all for listening. <laughs>